the tabs have been popped. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode seven of Fest Friends Podcast. I'm joined with my best friend. Best friend of the decade, I'd say. Yeah, I got beer in my eye, so how about that? <laughs> you got beer on the mic, it looks like. Yeah, it's all over the place. So you're joining us for our one of my favorite podcasts of the year. Uh, I love the end of the year. It's a great time to evaluate what you went through, what you what you accomplished, and what you just mm-hmm. you kicked the shit out of the year. Did you? Yeah, probably. You know, like, <laughs> and your favorite stuff of the year too, of course. So like we had, I have we have a whole list of stuff for you. But 2019 marks the end of a decade as well. Yeah, dude, it's wild. I'm happy and proud to say that Nick has been with me since day one for all my podcasts. So, bro, I love you. Love You're you my too. best friend, best man for Cheers. my wedding. You're the best, seriously. Thanks for the being here. Thanks for always being here for the podcast. Uh, I could do a solo podcast, and it just would not be as fun. Yeah. So, obviously, having you, of course is super important in my life so Hell yeah. thank you man and let's get right into it because yeah, i'm dude. excited and eager because m- like other years i feel like we're just more transparent throughout the year yeah um, and i, I haven't agree. drank yet let me take it <laughs> we're popping the bo- uh, miller light Nick brought them for the pod last year he brought us uh oh god it was the 99th episode I yeah no it Something like that. It was the 100th episode. And yeah. You brought and I, the, what was it called? It was like 99 bananas, but yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was 100 bananas. And then I, they didn't even have the banana one. I just got peppermint. And they were terrible. So, uh, yeah, he brought his Miller Lite. Is, we're keeping that tradition alive, the fire alive here. Fest Friends Podcast. Talking about our favorite stuff, though. So let's dive right in, man. Top 10 albums of the year. Yeah. So we usually start uh, in previous years, like for Easy Peasy Podcast and other stuff, recaps, we start at one, which I think is dumb. So let's start at You want to go 10 and back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's do it. I like that. So I'll start off with Chon's self-titled Sean yeah and a lot of the the typical conversation that we have with music Nick and I think that you'll agree is that the seeing that artist and that having them release something in that year is so impactful like seeing them live play that music live you know definitely so uh Sean self-titled yeah I don't really have too much to say about it except for the fact that we saw them at Forest I had to cut the set short for bass actor uh, but I love that album and it's like return to form compared mm-hmm. to homie which right. was had so many features on it right. so much sing-alongs I dug homie a lot though. I yes. think homie might have been my top for that year No, I can't remember. It came out in 2017. Yeah, and I think that it was it was uh, higher day. on my list. Yeah, yeah than normal um, So uh, that's my tenth. Yeah, I like that. It's on your list. It's on mine here, too it's on your um, top 10? It is. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, okay, spoilers, but... Right, yeah, sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't feel this one as much as the last couple, I think. Uh, you're right, I'm, I'm glad they put something out. Um, this one's kind of just a return to form, I guess, from their original stuff. Like, it's, no more features again, right? They're right. back to their old formula. Um, nothing too, like, crazy or experimental, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but it was, they did it was take good. too many risks. I didn't hate it. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, and their live set, it was a weird time for us to see that at Forest, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It was right before we Bay really, s- like, squeezed it in hard. Like, exactly. And yeah. I appreciate everybody came. Like, mm-hmm. literally everyone came. We right. hung out in, like, the Forest stage. It was one of my favorite t- moments of Forest because you're oh, yeah. eager to see Dude. Bass Nectar right. level the entire right. Electric Forest. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, they just set the mood for it. So. Moving to your number 10. Yeah. Uh, number 10, I had the uh, 93 Punks. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Um, 
yeah, man, I just, I had a lot of fun with that album this summer and like all the, some of those tracks singing along with you guys in the car. Like, yeah, I had some good memories with those songs. So yeah, Vic Mensa, uh, started a punk band in mm-hmm. 2019, you know, went yeah, it's from crazy. rapper to punk. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, there's a lot of similarities between the two, the flow of punk and the right. flow of rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a, like the writing style, the lyrics, I think right. a lot of it works, meshes well. And he proved that it does. Definitely. But Vic Mensa annoyed the crap out of me on social media, man. He <laughs> I don't was, follow him, or he might not have been on my list. He has like a 93 Punks clothing line. So like oh. he has, he's trying to be like almost like Kanye West. Like he's oh, trying okay. to have a clothing line. He's trying to have like sure. a punk or like a two different kinds of music. Right. Kanye with his like gospel now. Yeah. And, Sunday service or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's just, tr- he's trying to be like a, an all, all around yeah. artist in every aspect, every kind of industry. Right. And so I I really loved the album, but man, it he just annoyed me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I really don't follow too many people on social media. And I know, like with Twitter, I'm not huge on Twitter, so I'm sure if I did follow more people on Twitter like that, I'm sure I would get some of that too. It's a lot on Facebook too. Like, really? But yeah, I'm just being a, a turd because he's not, <laughs> that's number nine on my on yeah. my uh, okay, top there you go. ten. Yeah, cool. 93 punks and Vic Mensa's 93 punks. Cool. Love the the track Camp America, but at the end of it, there's like a kid screaming, "Mommy, no!" Like, mm-hmm. so it's kind of weird, dude. Yeah, it's but, wild. Uh, that track is just so beautiful. so great, so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so let's go into your number nine. So, so we just flopped. Mine number nine is Sean. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're on the same level. You here. know, just like similar conversations throughout the yeah. years, Nick. You and I both agree. Like, it's so hard. Like those it's, last few. I mean, it's honestly easy. one, two, I get, three. Are easy. If I can get a top, yeah, three or five, that's solid. Then I'm good. Right. You know, that's to the toughest. And then the last five are kind of just like kind of sprinkled in there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so cool. Um, we just spoke about both albums, so we don't yeah, have to so go any great. further there. So let's go right into gl- my top, my eighth, which is Glitterer, Looking Through the Shades. Okay. Ned Russin's first full length. He's released two EPs before as Glitterer. Right. Of course, lead rough vocalist, I guess you would call that, for Title Fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, bassist as well. He's right. one in the middle of the stage when Title Fight comes out. Title yep. Fight in the running for my artist of the decade, of course. So right. uh, I'm not going to spoil Definitely. if they took the position or not, but I love that band. Right. Mo- like more than almost any other band of course uh and it's just it's sad because they haven't released a new album since january 2015 right. hyperview of course uh nick mm-hmm. and i's i think it was our number one album of 2015 yeah both of ours so yeah uh, glitterers looking through the shades is is just a different sound of course it's right. not the punk it's more alternative he's <clears> playing <throat> with a, a switchboard he's playing with right. some like electronic beats and tunes Which is cool yeah, and He's it's uh, trying to his, branch out a little bit. His songwriting, like lyrically, is is up there as well. But uh, yeah, I think that the collaboration with a full band, it, he mm-hmm. benefits better. Best. Right. I'm happy to say though, he toured on this album. He was mm-hmm. with Wicked Face, Spring yes. Eternal. God, I wish I would have could have made it. Such a bummer that Nick and I missed that. It would have probably been up there for my show of the year, which sure. we'll get into, of course, later. So Nick, sure. let's get right into your number eight. So I got eight. Um, I got Tyler's Igor. Wow, it made your top 10. So awesome, man. It did. It took me a while, dude. I re-listened to so many albums the past couple of weeks. Like, just to kind of like... Yeah, appreciate you doing that Get a feel for it. Like, it's hard to remember, you know? A lot of things, like, if they don't really have an impact, I'll listen to it once or twice and then let it go and then I won't listen to it again. So... It's kind of how you have to take all media these days, you know? Like, there's some shows I started this year and I didn't finish. Yeah, that definitely. That came out this year, you right. know? There's some games I started this year I didn't was finish. just going to say, you yeah. Know? We're too old. We're uh, 
old men. <laughs> You're turning 29 next year. I turned my big 3-0. Yeah. Uh, we've been podcasting for five fucking years. Love Cheers. you, man. Love you. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, Igor, for me, it's so dense. It's, uh, it is. There's a different kind of message behind it compared to mm-hmm. all the previous right. Tyler records. Which I like. It, it definitely shows some growth for him as an artist and, like... I liked it more having some space. I listened to it like two or three times when it came out. Yeah. And then I didn't listen to it for a few months. And then yeah. when I listened to it again recently, I almost enjoyed it more than when I first listened to it. It was weird. Yeah. Congrats to Tyler too for making it getting a number one record. It right. It was the number one record of the year uh, of that week. I mean, excuse me, right. when it came out, I believe in July. Congrats to him. He really killed it on the festival circuit. He had yeah, his Camp Flogna sell yeah. out pre-sale, dude, crazy. which is unreal. Yeah. Uh, people were pissed off at Camp Flogna because the special guest headliner was not Frank Ocean. Oh, yeah, dude. And it was Drake. And no one's so weird. I was at the doctor yesterday, and they were doing like a... It was like the stupid voice or whatever. Oh, yeah, not yeah. the voice, the, uh, the, the girl show, the, the talk or something. Okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, they were all talking about like events of the year musical, oh, yeah, music yeah. events of the year and one of them was drake getting booed at camp flog because he was the surprise headliner oh he's like it's all love dude but uh y'all fucking assholes <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that but it was yeah. pretty much his message i could see that so, that's crazy yeah tyler congrats to him yeah that actually is in my honorable mentions did not cool. crack my top 10 right but i would i'm no no you know, right, no shade will, against it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, he's upset as well because I don't know yeah. if you you heard or saw on social, but I don't know. He got nominated for best rap album of the year, and oh, he has cool. said it's not a rap album. Yeah. Okay. So the yep. the way that the academy categorizes is right. is based off minutes, seconds, and minutes of mm-hmm. actual rap recordings. And right. That's like spoken word, right? So sure. Like, yeah. There's a few Law Dispute songs that can right. be categorized as rap. It's just an interesting yeah. situation, how they categorize in, uh, these genres. So moving on, though. So that was your number eight, correct? Yep. Okay. So my number seven, Whitney, Forever Turned Around. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. I, I loved Whitney's uh, first out or yeah, their first album. Right. Uh, I forget what it's called now. It's escaping me, but I saw them live the at Rose. Voodoo. Yeah. It's like, the yeah, that one. I saw them live at Voodoo in 2017, mm-hmm. awesome. and their their uh, song "Red Moon" is yeah. just so unbelievably beautiful. It makes me almost cry listening to it because right. I get memories of of being at in New Orleans right. with that, that trip. Yeah, Becca and Peter watching that song live, and just mm-hmm. <laughs> poor little Madison. Oh, Shout yeah. out to all my friends uh, out here, but our friends, excuse me, but Madison's waiting in line to buy Whitney merch and missing <laughs> miss, Whitney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that she posted those follow up to that. They did finally see him. Like they were. Yeah, that's awesome. So cool. Love that album. Uh, And I was really surprised when we, thank God, Apple Music did something. Apple did some sort of statistics. Yes. So surprised to see them in your top like 10, like four of their tracks off this album. Yeah. It was. Love to hear that. That was wild. Uh, Yeah, we'll get into that later. But yeah, I'm so happy that they finally did that. That really helped with making these lists too, honestly. Cause like yeah, it's hard to remember a whole year. I don't remember what I had. It for feels lunch like yesterday. a really short album as well. Uh, 10 it is tracks, super or nine or ten. It's tracks. really tight. Yeah, it's a tight, crisp album, and uh, that band is is going places. I'm happy to say I've seen yeah. them. I would love to see them again though. I would love to see them. Yeah. This August was obviously a little bit difficult, but they were touring and close by. Mm-hmm. They actually played a f- festival with uh, 
Tame Impala in Vampire Weekend. Oh, that wow. would have loved to go to. That would have been amazing. But of course, August was tough. We'll get right. into that later. So let's get to your number seven. So my number seven is uh, Liquid Strangers Infinity. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I don't know if you saw remember Liquid Stranger this year, right? We did. Yeah. He was at um, Cosmic. Yeah. So that album is pretty wild. If you remember, it's like thirty tracks. Um, a, so many of the tracks I really enjoy. He has like ten singles on a thirty-track album, but um, it's just I don't know. It's really cool. I really enjoyed it a lot. But wasn't it interesting seeing him at Cosmic Kingdom? He didn't play much off of that album. Yeah, and I was so weird, kind of right? I don't know. I was I was fifty-fifty about it. I was bummed that he didn't play more off of that album, but I was hyped that his set was pretty unique and had a lot of his older stuff. And so yeah. Good to hear it. Yeah. I'm happy that's Definitely on had there. to throw it in there. For that album, Lydia actually sent me a, hey, listen to this now with headphones. Right. I forget what track it is, but it's remarkable. Mm-hmm. He, he knows what he's the doing. The production is through the roof. Yeah. I'd love to see Liquid Stranger again live, and I'd love to hear more of these tracks. So let's move Definitely. on to my number six, though. Sam Gellitry, Viewfinder, Volume 1, Phosphine. Yeah. Very weird, though, for me not to have a Sam Gellitry in my top five. If anyone yeah. can recall, Escapism 1 through 3 dominated every year those came out so i believe 15, 16 17 18 he had escapisms right. come out yeah and each year it is either first album of the year it right. even beat it beat uh i think it's 20 yeah 15 because it beat the to pimp a butterfly I believe, oh yeah I believe yeah uh well it definitely beat damn that's what it was right. i think yeah and uh but the only year so 2016 he did not beat number one was oh, every time i die is low teens right uh but anyway sam gallatry one of my favorite artists of the decade mm-hmm. and every single show i saw him unbelievable there's nights where we would be here at home just like a small group and i would turn on turn on sam gallatry right. it's just like he answers and makes you want to go you're going through like a, an experience I right feel, no feel it like totally when, is when i'm listening to him i feel like i'm flying over like just the most beautiful parts of the of the entire yeah, earth like I agree. It's, it's weird man yeah he, he knows how to put you on a journey and I, I feel like his whole yeah you can definitely listen to singles and party songs but yeah his releases are all like a full experience you got to listen to it from beginning to end exactly and he yeah. really kills it with the five track eps right this, this uh album is it's a little bit it doesn't it's not long it's, yeah i think it's under 30 minutes but yeah. it's like four 12 tracks 14 tracks and it's just kind of right. interesting to have him for at least his first like lp long right. long pressing you know mm-hmm. so or whatever um i remember enjoying it there's multiple nights throughout the year where i would just put it on while i'm drawing at like midnight you know and just listen to it all the way through and stuff but yeah i don't know i just remember feeling it was a bit slower like he didn't have as many like bangers i don't know which is dumb to say like it was still great and still uh <laughs> still produced very well but yeah he looks like he's enjoying his life too i mean we i just feel like connected with him uh through his music of course right. but also his social media he's very he posts like really emotional photos he's into photography i he's was into gonna say that yeah capturing landscapes right. he's into capturing yep. like beautiful he's in europe i think he he's out of uh ireland i believe uh, so 
it's it's just he's one of my favorite artists and like i've said i we've every time we've seen him live we've gotten a picture with yeah. him like we just yeah. find him like out in the crowd wasn't like, the show where that we saw him at like the one of the first times he was in played in the u.s yeah like, he was he was support or the first for time mr carmack for carmack yeah dude, that's, yeah that's on my dude, one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, one of my favorites definitely <laughs> so let's move on to your number six Nick. six uh okay for number six i got uh higher this is flume Ooh, Hi, This Is Flume mixtape, nominated for a Grammy for Best Electronic Recording Wild. of 2019. He's, yeah. This is his first Grammy nod. Right. Ah, oh, man. This Which is, is crazy to tell me. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Um, It's just another one of those that I have fond memories of. All of these that I have on my list, I have to have some sort of like emotional thing or yeah, some sort of... I just remember when it came out, I was super stoked on it because we hadn't had any new Flume for a while. Um. And it was in, dropped in the summer, I think, if I be, remember right. So it was he nice. such a weird year, man. He he headlined so many festivals. Right. And he, he ate ass, literally. <laughs> <Yeah>. His girlfriend's <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. At a music festival. There's a video of this. If you, I remember interested. seeing that at uh, Burning Man. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it was at Burning Man. What happens uh, at Burning Man doesn't stay at Burning Man. Because <laughs> it, it'll be a video. <laughs> yeah. People aren't we're supposed to be recording, but it was somebody behind the deck. Oh, God. And somebody had like a sign that's saying, Flume, you even eat ass or something? And right. he's like, bruh, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I know for a fact too. This is this. So this album, uh, I love that you have it in your top ten. It's yeah. in my honorables as well, because I personally did not listen to it much, but I got mm-hmm. to listen to it a lot thanks to right. Lydia. She right. had it on a lot, spinning at home. So it's a great, great mixtape. I'm happy that he he he's just so surprised because it's not an actual album. Of his. Right, it's not an yeah. official album. He just got a nod because it's remarkable he has some weird names for his tracks too. he does like yeah he's some definitely some weird like wonky stuff not as um i don't know not as like fluid yeah exactly some of, some of his stuff lately has been like that but yeah and we've heard a lot of his tracks i think from this mixtape in throughout the, like the electronic sets that we've seen some people mm-hmm. are like bringing in the the one with the female feature uh vocalist oh, yeah I've, I've heard that one a lot so moving on though to my number five turnovers all together i was surprised that none of these tracks i think there was maybe one or two actually Mm -hmm. but not like not many were in my top 100 songs of the year same same here but then i spun it while i'm lifting at work right and while i'm doing work at work like at my desk and Mm -hmm. i was just this is just so perfect it's good i love that shoegaze thing like i going yeah. on it's so good dreamy uh, dreamscapes like mm-hmm. building build you, know, you would dream stake scape between your ears you right know? perfect for uh it, they're just they they're killing it when mm-hmm. it comes to uh that shoegaze right. genre and will yip producer yeah. of my life like, right he's yeah. the best <laughs> and honestly that could be yeah i don't know I don't want to say that title fight like kind of started that, but they did. They kind of did. They did. Yeah. Hyperview. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right. And with the so, EP that came out after Flora Green. Yeah. You know, you're totally right. And there is, oh, dude, uh, I'm excited to tell you that Hyper or Floro Green is number nine out of like top 100 albums of like indie alternative. It got yeah. number nine. I remember, was that the, one of the lists the you Brooklyn sent me? The Brooklyn Vegan, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many lists, guys. There's like, a lot. There's so a thank lot Thank you there. for listening to our list. <laughs> <laughs> so nice of y'all. But uh, yeah, all together, I need yeah, to give it more. I was glad they were on the it at all. Like, I was stoked when I saw it, yeah. Yeah, so turnovers all together, though. I need to listen to it more. And I, I think it's one of those albums that I'll revisit. Oh, yeah. I haven't revisited Peripheral Vision as much. Yeah, that's one I listened to so much when so it came much, out. So much, man. 24, but, uh, 15, I believe. Yeah. 
Um, I listened to that one a shit ton when it came out, but yeah, within the past couple of years, I haven't revisited it as much. Yeah, I was surprised, and I don't know. Turnovers, it's not in my like immediate. They aren't a band in my immediate, but it's yeah. probably like probably because we haven't seen them live. You know, honestly, the impact yeah. of seeing these these music and the, the songs live is so it's just so much. It's it carries a weight. It does. So let's move on, Nick, to your number five. Same album. Yes! <laughs> yeah, oh my God, yeah, dude. Best yep. friends think alike. What do you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's strange how that works out. But yeah, mine was also turnover cool. altogether. Yeah. Yeah, we just spoke about that. So we'll move on to my number four. One of those albums that you're just like, dang, that caught me off guard. Dude. Hit me at like the right time. And I needed that album. And then I got to see him live. Right. Uh, Angel Dust, Pretty Buff. Ooh, nice. Very nice. Loved Angel. Uh, so lead singer, Justice of uh, Trapped Under Ice. He's now in a... Trapped Under Ice. Like, so Dude, they were definitely one of my favorite hardcore bands okay, back in the day. Was, yeah. They never were in that like immediate like favorite hardcore band for me. I never even gave them a chance back in the day. They broke up, of course. Chicago, I believe. Hardcore. Straight mm-hmm. up hardcore. Yeah. Like, people say, every time I die is hardcore. Uh, no. Like, this is hardcore. <laughs> it's closer to like the chariot kind of stuff. Sure. So, um, and Justice split off. Uh, they broke up, of course. Right. And they made... Uh, he made uh, Angel Dust. And mm-hmm. they've released like a few things. A few yeah. releases. Pretty Buff, also produced by right. Will Yip. Who's done oh. work with Title Fight Turnover, like we okay. just spoke about, and it, Light Blue is such a remarkable track. Uh, there's a song about how he lost his dog, and it's it's about death, you know. It's right. about you know, in like the afterworld, we're gonna, I'll take you to the park, you know. Like, <laughs> that's I, cool. I love you, girl. Like, thanks for being with me for 15 years, you know, Damn, that kind that's, of thing. That's cool. And that's you really know, cool. I have, I've fought death this year you know i fought it in grief and whatnot so that album really hits at home for me very cool and yeah justice so real quick uh, turn turnstile is Mm -hmm. the other band members of trapped and right so two amazing bands turnstile is great turnstile and angel dust right and i got to see them both open for every time i die for some reason that is tight for some reason i didn't realize that they were both like offshoots of that band. so that's that yeah. makes sense yeah man Very and sick. both those albums turnstiles last year's uh time and space was produced yeah, by will yip as well like okay. i said he's very cool i need to stop bringing up his name because <laughs> i feel like a little fanboy over here but he really has produced my favorite albums of the year so let's get to your number four nick uh so my number four was also kind of a surprise for me that just sort of came out of nowhere actually within the past month Whoa. um but g jones uh tangerial zone yeah. ep i haven't listened to it uh, i'm downloading dude, it right now it's insane speak toward it it's very cool um for well for one i didn't even realize that it was happening um i just saw that i knew that he was posting some stuff on social media about like a new project in the works but i, I missed the resilient state when it first came out and i caught it like a two weeks after it came out it came out in early december i think December third, um, you're correct. And uh, it's an EP. It's an EP. Interesting. Yeah, I have a couple EPs on here, but um, it's Which fantastic. Is, it's okay. We don't do like a separation between yeah, our yeah. full lengths. And that helps me a lot when I was doing this because I had so many EPs that I really thoroughly enjoyed that I wanted to make sure some of them were on the list. But yeah, if we loved um, his last album, well, I loved his last album. Didn't crack my top um, ten uh, last year, I believe, right. or two years ago. But seeing him live with you and Shayna for like the yeah. birthday—that's another for her birthday was part so of awesome. why it was so 
memorable for us. Didn't you, do you um, remember getting to truth. that show? We had to fight through a snowstorm. Dude. Two separate cars. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Brutal. It took us six hours or something yeah. to drive up there through Horrible, a crazy but it storm. it was so worth it. It was. Minneapolis, yeah. That venue was awesome. Everything was cool. Um, the Ineffable Truth, though, in 2018 was great. Um, this just, I feel like, kind of expands on that. The uh, Tangential Zones EP. Uh, it's hard to even describe. He has He has the low and high moments. Some fucking bangers in a five song ep um got some spiritual stuff going on he's one of the few that fo- is following in bass nectar's footsteps but also making it his own like his yeah. own sound like right. he's got like bass nectar has 900 different layers to every single <laughs> song yeah. it's insane like he's out there for my artist of the decade of course so uh yeah great to have that on there nick yes. that's another album i just downloaded it as yep. we're speaking because I need to give it a spin or two, or hunt. please do. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into our top three here, Nick. Yes. Drum roll. Blah, 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 blah. Local natives, Violet Street. Ooh. I yes. love local natives so Dude. much. Yeah. Since you 20, got me into them. 2010's Gorilla Manor, all the way through Sunlit, uh, Sunlit Youth. Sunlit Youth. Yeah. Sunlit Youth is where I really started to love them. Yeah. There's, a, there's the opening track on Hummingbird, You and I. It's I had it on my or wanted to put it on my wedding playlist, and I don't think I did for my wedding day because it's, it's just unbelievably beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Violet Street. It's a. It's they just know how to do the indie alternative. Right. One of my favorite shows of the last decade was going to see them for Madison's birthday with Clem yeah. and Lydia, and then um, and when I got to see, I, I would love to see them again. I mean. She got to see them. Out I would love in, to see them in Brussels. Right. Yeah. That's crazy that these bands are out there. Like that. They're out that's there, very man. cool to, to me. She sent me it. like a live some video through WhatsApp right. of like their set of them playing their new songs. Very cool. So great. Uh, and it wasn't really even difficult to put them in the top three. You know, usually, right. You and I have spoke about how we don't really struggle with the top three. It was a very fine top three for me. So let's mm-hmm. move to your third, though. So my third was Whitney. Wow. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, it was hard to when, when I saw the end of the year list that Apple did. It was like, that's not right. You know, when I saw it so many times, but I was like, I really did fucking listen to it a lot, and I really do love it. You know, front front to back. Um, Definitely a band I need to see with you. Yes, I would love to. You were the one that got me into them from that previous album that you were talking about, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know what hit so hard with me on this album but i thoroughly enjoyed it you just it. found yeah. yourself playing it instead of other albums i did like, yeah no, and i listened it i listened to it front and back every time i played it i would listen to it you know i it's one where i didn't have like really specific singles that i enjoyed it i loved the whole thing you know so yeah i was uh, soaked on it would have loved i think they could have cracked well no they couldn't have cracked my top three um but if I had seen them, you know, mm-hmm. if I had seen them live, that is a very, very important factor. It is. For, it really for is. Me, connecting yeah. with the artists, seeing how they played those songs live. What did they change? You know, what, did, right. what kind of lyrics do they add? Yeah. What kind of energy are they bringing to the entire venue? You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and, and the replayability for me is always like, I listen, obviously I listen to this a shit ton. Just listening to it in the background and stuff maybe. So maybe I wasn't even paying attention as much. But yeah, you know, if I can revisit it, uh, you know multiple times throughout the year and it does crack that you know top 100 or whatever that means i really enjoyed it really cool apple music finally has some stats for us there so i'm let's glad move, let's move uh, on to soundcloud did too actually which is cool soundcloud always has way oh soundcloud they oh, had a top sorry, i was i was yeah, spotify yeah. no yeah soundcloud had a top oh, cool. uh, actually this year too which was so cool 
So that helps you probably do your it really homework did. here. It did. It did. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you definitely, you and, and, and our click, we have a click chat group. Shout right. out to Luis and <laughs> yeah. Alex Bush, Alex B-Word. Uh, we have a group where I just get all these links to SoundCloud and it right. just sucks because I have no signal at work and right. SoundCloud's blocked on my work computer. Mm-hmm. So I really, it's a struggle to, to get into those and visit those links. But right. you guys always share that SoundCloud. I'm glad that Chance the Rapper could help keep that place I, alive. I do, literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, an important website throughout it the really years. Is. So many SoundCloud rappers, especially. I've gotten huge off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into my top two. All right, here All it right, is. All right, here we go. It shouldn't be uh, too much of a surprise to y'all. Listen to this artist more than any other artist by literally 10 hours. Uh, <laughs> 10 found myself hours. throughout the entire year just listening to this artist. Uh, their album last year did not even get my top 10, but it was in oh. honorable mentions. I just felt like kind of immature to put this artist in my top 10 last year. And then this year I said, screw it. No. Because yeah. I love this artist a lot. And helped me get through a lot of stuff this last year with my my sister dying. So, uh, and that is Trippy Red's exclamation mark, dude! Exclamation yeah. mark! I knew it would be at top three. I didn't know what it was gonna be, but I knew it was gonna be up there. Yeah, under enemy arms. He's a very dude. He always has so many good music videos, dude. Like, dude, I need to watch him. I watch him on the elliptical like multiple <laughs> times this year. I found myself just being like, I have nothing to watch. I don't really care about what's on Netflix, sure. Amazon, HBO, right. Let's just watch some music videos. And Dude, so, hell yeah. Yeah, I love it, man. Like, that, Yeah, because I barely watch music videos anymore, so I definitely should. Yeah, cool. and he's, he does a lot of cool stuff. Like, he's in a war zone for Under Enemy Arms, which is in my top three songs of the whole entire year. Hell yeah. Uh, listen to him just literally 35 hours of what Apple Music said a month ago. Right. So, yeah. pretty impactful artist for me. Got to That's see awesome. him live at Soundset. Right. That show, I was grinning ear to ear the entire Dude. time. Yeah. He played... All the songs I wanted to hear. He even played "Wish," which is a, a, right. work, a collaboration with Diplo. Right. Uh, and that that song alone was my number one. I think it was in my top three songs of the year last year, if not number one. And that song alone got Diplo's EP, California EP, right. in my top ten. Right. Uh, and I like the song with Lil Xan as well. But hell yeah, Tribute Red. Uh, I have to see him on two. It's the day after the Iowa caucuses, yes. two four twenty twenty. Yeah. Playing at Valor Ballroom. Eh. But I don't care. Still, I have to see him. The just tickets get up are there. pricey, but it comes with his album. Um, oh yeah, his a download one, of his album called. I think it was a, a love letter to you four. Yeah, a love letter to you four. Thank you yeah, for yeah. that uh, assist there, Nick. So yeah, Trippy Red mm-hmm. top ten should yeah, have been dude. in my top ten probably and, last year. And type two full lengths in one year. That's oh, pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, and one of them is different than the other. You know, right? Like totally, totally different different so let's get into your top your second <clears throat> so my second was um bass nectar's reflective part five. Ooh, okay yeah yeah. i don't even think i gave that one enough spins. oh man it was it's the whole reflective series has so many hits it's pretty insane he's um, done he's done like a sam gelatron he's like released what well, you mean yeah part he, four right oh yeah part four um because, yeah, he technically hasn't had a full length yet since 2015. 16, I think, 16. with that one space um, one, the astronaut. Yeah. So, yeah, this, I always have to... Unlimited. Unlimited, yes, which is a fantastic album. Um, But, yeah, I really thoroughly enjoyed um, 
part four. I'm pulling it up actually right now. Okay. Yeah, we're we're lucky we get to go yeah. to his um, curated festival in Cancun in 2020. Dude, yeah. Your birthday weekend. So, so perfect excited. with you and Shayna and then Brandon Paulson tagging along as well, mm -hmm. jumping in there. Yeah, it's going to be an amazing time. Um, yeah, undercover. It's about to get hectic. Oh, you know, dude, that that illusion. song ruled this year. Like, <laughs> dude, it yeah. was played everywhere. Yeah. Well, that's what and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just how many times we played it while we were hanging out together at parties or whatever. We're gonna like, hear it at the New Year's Eve party for sure. Yes, you know for a fact, Louise, mm -hmm. uh, special guest. If you're listening, <laughs> you already know now. But right. special guest DJ Louise mm -hmm. coming at you on New Year's Eve party here, Roaring 2020s. Wow, I, I, I'm very surprised that's your number two, yeah. just in the sense, but it makes sense. It makes sense. You know, we got to see Bass Night. Did you see him besides Forrest this year? Um, That was last we, year, right? Where you got to see it, that Where we event. saw him at, in March. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was 2018, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we just saw him the once this year. Yeah. Yeah. But he killed it at Forrest. It was my, probably yeah. my favorite set. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he we made were, it for his previous Forrest. We were worried about it. Yeah. But yeah, he didn't, he didn't disappoint. Cool. Let's get into my number one, though. Yeah, man. I'm excited to hear what your number one is, because uh, if it's not what mine is, I'm going to be a little bit sad. Oh, well, it's not going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It, okay, I know what yours is, I think. All right. What do you my think? number one is Law Disputes, Panorama. Ooh, 2014's yes, Rooms of the House was number two. It just lost Every Time I Die is from Parts Unknown. Panorama is... Just a lot of spew being able to build an entire mythology behind and a storyline through every track right. about what I love about lead singer Jordan Dreyer's songwriting is that mm -hmm. it goes from spoken word to screaming to right. singing to yeah. all the above. He kind of can, can, he has such a range. Yeah, exactly. He can yeah. do anything. He literally can do anything. Right. Uh, he, he puts his mind to it musically. It's it, just how he wants to build the story. So I love how he interviews or he has experiences or brushes with another person throughout his right. entire life and he grabs onto like that story that that little nuggets telling and him. yeah and he just builds an entire entire chapter basically mm -hmm. each track is like a chapter and panorama uh just there's no no other album that right i i connected with more i mean there's um he discusses death he discusses happiness he discusses loss and in the sense of just going through the motions of like right. the toughest parts of your life. And it really hit home for me this year. Uh, there's that makes a lot of sense. I, n I noticed it was on your top 100 or whatever on the Apple music. Yeah. It was um, in my top 10. I had like him and trivia red were my top 10 right. pretty much for yeah. songs. And uh, there's a track on here that I really connect with like one line in it. And it was, let me get to it real quick. It's the final track, I believe. Yeah. You and you ascendant and, uh, I don't want to play it, but I want to get the lyric written up uh, on the podcast because it kind of is like it's a weird year to hear this lyric because uh, in, in this whole this whole song, because I got married this year, you know, yeah. to my best friend in the entire world. I mean, you're my best friend, but, you know, <laughs> Lydia is my best, best friend. You know? Second best friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, let me get to it should have had this list written down because I knew I wanted to talk toward it. Um, but it's basically about how go ahead and vamp while I find this Nick. So on this album, um, I will spoiler. It was not my top. My <gasps> I can't one. believe it didn't even make top 10. Nick. So, okay. I, I will tell you why I didn't give it enough of a chance. Okay. I'm not going to, I won't lie to you. That's my, that's my Tyler, the creator, Igor. Right. Thing, you know, I didn't listen to it enough. Um, 
and I talked to you about it when we saw them live. Bruh, one of my favorite shows in the entire year, of course. Yes, awesome, amazing. But yeah, it's heavy. The, the albums are heavy. The The content is heavy. It's, it's, I don't want to say it's hard to listen to, but it's, it, it's, it, it's, uh, you're in for a ride, you know. The most it's, impactful albums that we have both connected with throughout the years are these dense albums, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, to pick a butterfly. Lamar. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Yeah, right with you, man. <laughs> right. When you think of a dense album, you think of yeah, Kendrick Lamar. There's a you lot. You think of Law Dispute. There's a lot to unpack there. It's, and that's not a good reason for me to not have it in my top ten, but I just didn't give it enough of an opportunity. I maybe only listened to it all the way through three or four times. Um, it probably should have cracked my top ten should have been lower it's definitely an honorable mention for me okay but good to hear yeah i think seeing them live really impacted that as well so here's the lyric i actually knew it i don't know why i was just trying to search for it when i die let me do so beside you when we die let us go at the same time when the end comes will we see the bright lights burst through the evergreens like what and i feel That's like awesome. and i is it gets like a little bit emotional and crummy here like uh but yeah when you're when you marry your best friend you're looking at her in the eyes you're like, this would be like, this would be exactly what I want to see. Right. Like when you're sitting there, you're like on your deathbed, you want to just maybe see that face, you know, mm-hmm. that, that person's face, your wife, you know? So that's, that that's lyric, amazing. this entire album, just unbelievable. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Will Yip again. So producer of Damn. the decade for me, of course. Said we wouldn't do it, but we did it. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, awesome. All right, Nick. That's I awesome. am excited to hear your number one. Okay. All right. Because right. I have an, so, literally no idea what your number one is. I don't is. think you have any idea, actually. Um, so it's one of the best yet by Gangstar. I know for a fact that you sent me this album and I just did not give it a chance more than I should have. That's okay. So I this artist and this band means a lot to me. I have a fucking tattoo on my shin. No way. I didn't know that. Yeah, the this one. The moment of truth oh. that's that's lyrics from gangstar um he's one of the reasons why it got me into like old school hip-hop um him gangstar older person yeah he's passed away now oh so this is a posthumous album which is really cool and why when did he die he died in like 2010 oh um he died of cancer wow yeah so it was him and dj premier um they were this duo gangstar they were huge in like the late 80s and early 90s and they broke up uh, dj Premier went on to do his own stuff yeah yeah moment of truth, moment the of album, truth. yeah okay wow. so that that album is one of the few albums that really got me into old school hip-hop um but anyway so this is one of those albums that also surprised me i had no idea that they were doing it obviously he's passed away but they had had some uh hidden like unreleased tracks that he had never released so they finally got a bunch of um, people together. DJ Premier came back and they produced this whole album around all of his like unreleased stuff. Very cool. Wow. Um, yeah. It just like, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I didn't know they were doing it. And he's like, obviously one of my favorite rappers. So it came out in November too. November 1st. Yeah. Also so another late one. Late in like, the year. Yeah. 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 Awesome um, to hear you connect with it so much, Nick. Yeah. No, it's uh, very cool. And there's a few like really cool um, features on here. Uh, J. Cole is on there. Uh, Talib Kweli is on there. So wow. there's there's some cool stuff. Um, Q-Tips on there. M.O.P. Another couple of old Jeez. hip-hop guys. But 
I got that vinyl. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. Dude, that's something I love that you do, is that you get the vinyl for your number one record of each mm-hmm. year, and I have to do it because I already had 2010 right. on. Hell yeah, know? dude. So, Hell yeah. Uh, I think yeah. it's something I'm going to keep up, and I keep doing it. Yeah, good to hear that. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that just it's one that meant a lot to me. I know that there there's probably other albums throughout the year that I maybe listen to more, but this one like, like connected with so much more than anything else, so... Good to hear that that is in your top ten. I need obviously I need to give it more of a spin. I hope you mm-hmm. give Panorama more of a spin as well. I definitely will uh, because yeah, I respect and love your taste in music, and we connect so much on music. We obviously so. had a few uh, common threads throughout our lists. We always do. Yeah, let's talk about some. Let's. Just, I'm gonna rattle off some records that are honorable mentions. Uh, Trippy Reds, of course, a love letter to you. Bring me the rises, Amo. Yeah. Amo. Period. And uh, that album. Wow. Bring Me the Rising Dude. can do anything. Right. I would have seen them at my bachelor party at Lollapalooza this year if yeah. Childish Gambino and Tame right. Paula weren't playing, you know? Of course. So, of course, yeah. we stuck with Childish Gambino because mm-hmm. who knows how long he's going to be performing. And he, wow, that was one of the greatest Dude. sets of my in, the entire year. Uh, uh, let me keep going here real quick. Vampire Weekend's Father of the Bride did mm. not give enough yep. spins, but that's because it's 20-something tracks. Right. You know, and it's not the Vampire Weekend I love which is Contra and more modern vampires. Mm-hmm. And they, they, uh, Rostam, Ban, Rostam B, I'm just going to say that because I don't know how to pronounce yeah. his last name. Yeah. He is like, was a producer. He was a band member. He played all, a whole bunch of instruments. He yeah. left the band before this record came out. They got a, some nods though, and they were on a bunch of like top tens and oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. They definitely were. And it's a great album. And it's just my top 10. It didn't crack my top 10 by a few. Tyler, the creator's Igor, we've already spoke about. Yep. Slipknot's We Are Not Your Kind and Knocked Loose is A Different Shade of Blue. So it's really hard for me to listen to heavy music. Yeah. Ca- like, just casually. Casually, yeah. No, I have to totally. be like running on a treadmill. Totally. I have to be working, <laughs> yeah. lifting heavy weights. You same, know? same. So it's hard for these like... It's. I think it's just because I'm getting older and mm-hmm. I, I can't like blow my ears out anymore, you know? Right. And, no, like, totally. And I'm just not... Um, I just don't have that aggression in me anymore that I need yeah, to like, yeah. I don't know. I'm becoming of another of a man. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to chill in twenty twenty. I'm not trying to punch somebody in the face. Yeah. So slipknots <laughs> though, we are not your kind is really good. It was and, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, seeing them live and stuff, yeah. So Knocked Loose's Forget Your Name features Keith Buckley of Every Time I Die, and it is yes. one of my favorite tracks of the year. You sent me that I think you just sent me that single track. Oh that's so good. Uh this so Real quick with Slipknot and Knocked Loose as well. Another factor of them not being in my top 10 is that these records came out in the summer. These records came out in August. I believe Mm -hmm. both did. And uh, yeah, they both did. And my sister died two days before Knocked Loose's album came out. So Mm -hmm. I could have actually gotten into Knocked Loose's A Different Shade of Blue much more because of just having to deal with that grief. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I just find myself revisiting Trippy Red's exclamation point. Yeah, Mark. Uh, so, let's see any others. Post Malone's Hollywood's Bleeding and Flume's yeah. This Is Flume mixtape, of course, is up there. Awesome. Uh, what do you have as far as uh, <clears throat> nods and like? So animals? I got a few. Uh, you mentioned a lot of my nods, but okay. or a lot of my nods were on your top ten. But um, the ones that you didn't mention, uh, I got Anderson Pack's uh, Ventura. Ooh, okay. Anderson Pack. Uh, I've showed you some tracks of his before. Um, I can't remember what trip we were doing or where we were going, 
But I played you as Anderson <laughs> Pack song. And you're like, what the fuck is this? This is so Kendrick like, Lamar. I'm like, dude, this is Anderson Pack. Like, you need to fucking listen to him. Yeah, uh, I definitely don't haven't given him enough spins, but okay. I love listening. I to think him you would you. really thoroughly enjoy him if you give him a listen. Um, Justin J. Everything will come together. Part oh, one. Oh, yep. we're gonna see Justin J. In Cancun, yep. Bass Nectar's I showed you Deja Vu. I showed you a couple of those singles that were very awesome. Yeah, they were in your top 100, I remember yeah. seeing. Super stoked to see them. Um, I also had Hollywood's Bleeding. Um, I had Phosphine on there. Um, I had Wicked Phase, Suffer On. I was going to say that. I was like, wow, yeah. kind of surprised it wasn't in your top 10. If yeah. we would have seen him live, it could have changed I, things up. Definitely, know? yeah. Um, it's another one that I really did enjoy, but it's another heavy one. I don't know. I wasn't... I don't know, man. I wasn't in the right state to listen to somber music Sad, this year, I guess. I don't somber, know. Somber, aggressive music. You know, I was trying to keep my head up this year, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. Grizz, Wide Ride Waves was on there for me in my uh, mentions. Tycho's Weather. Ooh, okay. Uh, Which is also nominated and going to be competing with Flume's This Is Flume mixtape for mm -hmm. electronic recording of dance music recording of the year. Yep. Uh, Moonlighting's Tell Me a Secret EP. That band is from Oskaloosa. Plays all yeah, the dude. time in Des Moines. Finally got to catch them live randomly at yeah. your after your art show so at the cool. Fremont. Very cool. What? How awesome is that? That is rad. <clears throat> and uh, and a friend of the show, Kyle. He is the lead singer. I love mm -hmm. his lyricism. He, yeah. they, that this band got to have a car, uh, track in the NASCAR game from right. 2018, I believe. Very cool. Uh, yeah, they're just a phenomenal band. They're in, up, my, up there for my honorable mentions as well. Queen of Jeans, get lost, did not yeah. spend enough. Yeah, same. I remember <clears throat> um, you telling me about them and telling me I need to check it out. But yeah, these are things I'm gonna revisit though. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. This is a good for us both. Good keep. reminder, honestly, because yeah. there's so much. When I, I hope was you're first, playing along as well at home, people. Yeah, when I was first making my list, like I was like, well, I I did barely even listen to ten albums this year, and then I was I was like listening, watching all of these different lineups and lists and different sites that were posting their top tens and stuff. I was like, okay, never mind. I listened to a lot more than I thought I did originally. Right. Uh, City and Color released a new album this year. Yeah, that's another one I didn't spin enough. <laughs> Man, I did not spin enough either, but I loved a few of those tracks. And I was actually, when Lydia and I were cleaning, I think a week or two ago, played some of them uh, while I'm doing like homework, trying to like revisit stuff. Right. Some of these tracks off that record. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, let me get the name of the record for people playing at home. But yeah, she was like, who is, is it? Who, what? Is right, this City right. and Color? Like... Yeah, a pill for the for yeah, pill loneliness. for loneliness. Yep, really good album. I need to revisit as well. City and Colors on that bucket list. Never yep. seen live. Lydia is delivering us beer. Thanks. Oh, thank, thank you. you so much. Love so you, much. Babe. Mm -hmm. So appreciate let's do it. Another crack because we're gonna move on to our other favorite stuff of the year, Nick. So yes, let's please. Crack this open for the listeners playing at home. If you're drinking along, uh, take a moment <laughs> and take a sip. Thank you so much for listening. As always, soak everybody. your mic with beer if you're like me. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Let's move on to other favorite stuff of the year, Nick. So yeah, man. what should we start with? Um, favorite TV shows, just because it's quick for me. Yeah. I, and I didn't spend enough time on this, but I, I wrote down a couple. Okay. I'll start off then. Maybe it'll get your juices flowing. I think you Did should- Did you do leave. year or decade? Year. Are we doing We're year? on year still. We're all on 2019 still. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, you might, I... you might agree with some of these. Okay. I think you should leave. Okay. Netflix. 
Okay. And it is, I forget the guy's name. I remember you guys telling me about this, Dude, but okay. No, you and Shayna have watched it. She even said multiple times you have watched it. It's like oh, a wait, sketch it's comedy. The, hold on. Is this the like Australian dude or whatever? I don't What's, think he's Australian, but he's like funny as hell. Just Google it real quick okay, and I'll okay. keep chatting. All right. It's just my favorite comedy like of the year. I, I, so many things like I just think about and like I'm, put myself in situations at a bar or like wherever, a cafe or like. I could turn this into a, I think you should leave right like, skit just being silly dork. Shayna was referencing it when we went to Peace Tree uh, a few weeks ago. I think this is one that she might have watched without me. Okay, um, Tim <laughs> Robinson is that? Yeah, Tim Robinson. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's hilarious. All right, yeah, no, yeah. this is one I should. Uh, yeah, because I've heard you guys talk about it all year. And- it's a good one to. I don't know if you are what kind of cardio you do, but you would like to. You would like bust out laughing. Okay, right? cool. Uh, okay, let's move on though with Silicon Valley, that series okay. finale. It ended this year. I just wow. finished it uh, last week on the elliptical. Man, it's so You've kind of always followed that, haven't you? Uh-huh. All cool. six seasons ever since six years ago when it started. And it was seven Very episodes. Cool. It couldn't have ended in a better way. Right. It was created by uh, Mike Judge, who is the creator of Beavis and Butthead and uh, The uh, Office Space, that movie. Yeah. He wrote and, yep. and, and directed that, I believe. And man, it's just such a perfect uh, show to like kind of criticize uh, the entire tech industry and it couldn't have ended in a better way. So I really, really am happy like that a series finale really hit home with me because Game of Thrones didn't. <laughs> I was I, not, we, we stopped, man. We It's on my list because it was just so awesome to watch it together with uh, with friends of the show, Madison and Clem and Mitch right. and, and yeah. eighth season. Man, it's not even in my top. I don't even know if it's going to be in my top. I don't even, I didn't, I think we maybe stopped at like six um, and we never picked it back up. And and then I just heard like people weren't stoked about the finale. Like it just, there's a lot of, they rushed it, you know, they <laughs> yeah. rushed it and they even took like, they postponed it for six months to do some more editing and maybe some extra shots. Mm-hmm. It was a phenomenal show. Don't get me wrong. And I have all of the books that have been released downloaded on my Audible so I can get to those whenever. Uh, but yeah, just kind of it, it was a letdown. Uh, there were some other shows too, like The Murder of, or I mean, <clears> The <throat> the Life of Giov- Giovanni Versace or something. Okay. The Murder of Giovanni Versace. Okay. I loved watching that with Lydia this year. It's like a true crime, American crime story. Yeah. Which they've done with, uh, what's his name? The uh, the guy that drove the Bronco in '94, <laughs> yeah, the juice, the juice. What what, what is his name? What the it's fuck? escaping me. Why is it? He's a total total turd. So who cares? Uh, so the last show. This is an impactful show. Okay, I wouldn't say I would say maybe it might be my one of my favorite shows, and I haven't even seen the series finale because it just came out a couple days ago. Okay, The Mandalorian. Ooh, on oh, Disney Plus. Snap. Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's crazy to me. That's it's blown. The, it's the first piece of Star Wars that you've consumed. That yeah. That well, that I've connected with. Right. And That's I really cool. love the baby Yodis, Babis Yodis, yeah. as Lydia and I call him. Right. Uh, beautiful character, hilarious, awesome. funny, cute, all right. wrapped up in one. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I love all these memes I've been seeing. I, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll say that. <laughs> I hope a few of these memes appear at a later date yeah uh little spoiler there but okay so those are my favorite shows uh of the year do you have any off offhand um i had a couple that shana and i have watched um shana and i started watching the, the good place okay um i didn't think it would really be something i'd be into this last season started september of this year so i guess it's, okay. i can still say it's relevant 
Uh, started in 2016 though. But okay. it has uh, Kristen Bell in it. Uh, are you familiar with it at all? Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so is it on been, a streaming service? Um, we were watching it on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Is it Netflix exclusive? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, no, right. I think it was on like ABC or something. What's the story um, about? Basically, she it's a woman that had passed away and then goes into the good place or like quote unquote heaven or whatever. Oh. But um, it, it's hard to explain without spoilers but um essentially there's like a demon that was running the good place and like they were actually in hell i don't know it's cool it's, it it's pretty like cool it, it's a cool concept Kristen bell is an interesting actress she is me. because she's no one's i didn't give two shits about her until i watched <laughs> this show until i watched the show and it's like okay she's pretty cool yeah you know because like i what did i ever even see her in that one movie about like love i forget what it's called with uh, you're gonna make was, me spit beer was it paul rudd <laughs> see no one knows she's cool in this she's good in this show though any other um, uh, shows for you yeah there was another one on netflix um but it's escaping me and i didn't is it write called it down. you what, what no it was a, a family that has a lot of money and then they gay main character um and then they shit's creek Shit's Creek, okay. Also, pretty fun show, honestly. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure if it's. That's one. I think I it was still airing. This I haven't watched. And Evan, friend, uh, my cousin now through yeah. marriage. Yeah. Uh, he he talks about it all the time. No shit. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, He's talking about the holiday party. It's pretty so. fun. Uh, it's a good show. And then I know we probably watched some others. Oh yeah, yeah, right yeah. Right now. So my show of the um, year, hands down, Succession on HBO. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Unreal. I do not even know. I don't even know. We if I'm we Lydia with it. and I watch all three of the seasons that have come out okay like within weeks we yeah. just that's like the only <laughs> show that i would it. say i straight up just completely binged you know that's like awesome a few weeks so love that show it's uh basically about i don't i don't think you have hbo right no no okay well it's about a family that is trying to, to succeed like this family business okay it's like basically fox news right essentially okay like the whole the, and the owner it's like a rupert murdoch you know uh, him i think yeah, he yeah, owns yeah. fox news right. and all this stuff yeah but he the father is like the empire of okay. this media conglomerate and the son two sons and daughter are trying to, to succeed because he's about to die okay and this is no spoilers it's all in season sure. one episode one um, but I think it was episode, season three this year and they just took it to a new level. It was cool. uh, shout out to binge mode, shout out to uh, the watch with okay. uh, two worker or uh, let me get the podcast brought, brought up. But the, these are podcasts, by the way, the watch with Chris Ryan and let me get the names because they deserve it. Andy Greenwald of okay. the ringer. Cool. Uh, these two are phenomenal at dissecting great TV throughout uh, the year. Cool. Uh, they've done a lot with the Mandalorian. They just talk about the best TV shows, so they're cool. helpful. I think That's, that you would love this I would, podcast. I'd be down with that. Yeah. It's called The Watch. It's cool. by The Ringer, theringer.com, and it's with Andy Greenwald and Chris Ryan. It just helps you like understand the right. the nuances. Of why right. did that character do that? Why did the why did mm-hmm. the writers write that? What's, Honestly, there's probably a lot like that that you know I don't really understand. Yeah, yeah. So it's a great companion podcast, and that's really what boosted me as far as loving Succession. Cool. So shout out to Succession being my show of the year. Nice, Nick. Let's, we have a lot to cover, man. We do. We're, we do. Let's keep them rolling. Let's keep it rolling. You so want to get into. Let's keep finish off the year. Or? Yeah, let's keep let's roll roll through these favorite movies for me. T- number one, Avengers: Endgame. Number Ooh. two, Joker. Number three, Midsummer. Damn. Okay. 
Um, I actually didn't write down movies. That's okay. I'll talk about while you maybe look up a few. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you like It Part 2. We got to see I that. I did. I did. And then uh, we also watched, um, now that you remind me, um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Was, oh, I loved it. Yeah. It was interesting. It's one of the few movies I actually bought. Oh, like, really? Uh, yeah, we bought it on Hell Apple yeah. because it was like $10, $12. I'm like, screw it. It's like Halloween. Right. I love to watch Halloween movies right before Halloween. I love to watch Christmas movies leading up to Christmas. Right. Uh, get in the mood more. But Avengers Endgame, perfect ending to Marvel's 10 years of cinema. Yeah. Feature films, blockbusters. Every year, the hundreds of millions of dollars spent to not only make, but also... Dude. They got like Disney so much money throughout the years. Oh, yeah. This decade was interesting because with the help of Marvel bringing out blockbuster superhero movies, mm-hmm. we got to see the culture shift. And there's a lot of reasons for it, of course, like, but nerd culture is right. so prevalent in Honestly, every little the, thing. The, the 2010s, I think nerd culture was more accepted i guess because yeah, us is nerds awesome. grew up loving all this stuff and right. now we're in our 20s 30s going into 40s mm-hmm. some of us so right. yeah uh joker wow joaquin phoenix better win a golden globe he better Dude, win an oscar that's one i still need to watch i still haven't seen it but we bought that on apple uh on apple uh, awesome. movies or whatever right. too so we have it to watch lydia hasn't seen it. i went and saw it in theaters i refuse to not see that movie in theaters right. i've been joker since jared True. leto i've right. been the joker for um last year i or two years ago yeah i was yeah i was heath ledger's joker yep. at yep. at new uh new orleans music festival right. voodoo and next year, I'm going to be Joaquin Phoenix's Joker That's awesome. for Halloween. Just like everybody, but I'll just do it way better hey, than most. Yeah. <laughs> Midsummer. That's the great. makers of Hereditary. Wow. Dude, that's still one I, again, I, I have a short list of movies I, I didn't see this year. That All I three of to. those movies I purchased this year. Um, that's awesome. So that's just that goes to show you. I don't purchase movies. There's no reason right. to. Right. Um, actually, I don't know if I purchased Avengers Endgame, but I did buy three years of Disney Plus. So, it's, <laughs> so it's the same thing. Do you have any movies, Nick? Besides, yeah, those? just trying to look through a list of um, some movies that we can I, move on though. It's no worries. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad, but yeah, I didn't. I, I recently I watched. Uh, well, not recently, but in the summer, Detective Pikachu. Oh yeah, was a lot I of love fun. That film, yeah. Um, uh, I love the new Godzilla as well. The both came out in May. Love would have loved to. I saw Detective and, Pikachu in theaters. Right, I did not. I watched it later when it came out on streaming, but it, it was really good. And I think then I um, bought that movie too. Really? Jeez, and I then um, a lot more than I thought this year. And then we watched that Good Boys movie, which was a mm. lot of fun. A lot of fun. Lyd and I watched that as well a few weeks ago, and it was solid. I was yeah. a little bit let down because it's the creators of Superbad. Right. I was thinking that they were going to really kill it. Uh, yeah. It, like, make a life-changing movie for me like that movie was. Like, That's man. that's some big shoes to fill. Exactly, um, yeah. Evan yeah. Goldberg and Seth Rogen, I believe. Right. Favorite games. You want to move on to that? Yeah, we can do some games. <clears throat> I'm into so that. my number one played game of the year on my Switch. I loved how Nintendo did this. They did a Nintendo year in a review. That's Slay cool. the Spire. Okay. All right. And this is a card-based uh, ladder. Like you're climbing a ladder, defeating an opponent, okay. using cards and spells. Eat. There's three different characters on Switch. I think their beta on PC has a fourth character. Okay. Um, but And I don't think it's one of those games where... I will probably revisit it. Sure. Like oh, next year, if they release a Switch update that has that fourth character. Okay. Loved it, man. Like, yeah, your your goal is to kill the opponent. 
I've never really card played. Based. Yeah, I've never really played like a card turn-based thing before. One thing I love how the, uh, to bring this up on the pod with you, Nick, is that it's free, I believe, through Xbox cool. Game Pass. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. I think you would really like it. I know you you connect with. Card so games as I well. wanted to start or like check out Hearthstone on uh, yeah. like mobile because yeah. I that's kind of isn't that kind of like a it's totally card it's pretty game? much the exact same kind of thing it's cool. more closer to magic this is less okay. magic okay um but you you use energy to like be able to play cards per turn in this it's it's great okay but let's move on we have a lot to cover like i said yeah. uh a shout out to apex legends for me yeah great game i downloaded on ps4 early in the year and it dominated for like three months that's all i really played so shout out to apex legends it's a a a hundred people drop down on a map, kind of like Fortnite, oh, first-person shooter. Cool. You're going and loot. You're killing and looting, trying to get to that number okay. one. It's team-based though, so I think it's 25 teams of three. Mm-hmm. I'm tripping here, fellow <laughs> people. But uh, I love that game. I played it probably the most throughout the entire year than any other game. And awesome. then shout out to The Outer Worlds, which right. is in right. my top three as well, because I just, that game, wow. Right. That game was exactly what I needed 20 hours. It Dude. wasn't 200 like mm-hmm. most uh, Fallout games, but right. yeah. Favorite games for you, Nick? That's what I had really. I only really played two like brand new games this year, and both of them would have made my list no matter what. But yeah, yeah. Um, Outer Worlds and then uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Hell yeah. I, it's hard to even... I don't even know who I would put first, honestly. It's really hard to judge, so I just got to tell say That was a lot of people's favorite game of the year as well. If you're, mm-hmm. We're talking about the game's media, like their top tens. That was right. on there, you know. Um, and they're coming, they announced, or, you know, it's been leaked that they're doing the th- Resident Evil 3 Nemesis yeah. or well, whatever. Yeah, got announced, yeah. It got it's announced official. the PlayStation okay, cool. experience. Yeah. And Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, man. That man. was the one I I'm wanted excited. to play so much on PlayStation 1. You but- bought me the Nemesis toy for my birthday yeah <laughs> yeah dude yeah i knew that you loved uh resident evil so perfect Hell yeah perfect little gift for you there uh let's move in though move on though excuse me to music favorite fe- music festivals of the year okay it's pretty much all the ones we went to honestly yeah everyone that we went to yeah 515 alive got to celebrate 2029 got everyone else had a birthday that week it seemed right in our friend group so of course that's on there for me electric forest 2019 you go through so much <laughs> when you go to Electric Forest. It's yeah. extremely exhausting. Mm-hmm. And we're, it was the sixth year. We had six in the forest. Four in the forest, excuse mm-hmm. me. We would have six in the forest if we went next year. We aren't. It's official. It's okay. We're closing that door, yeah. that chapter on our life, you know. For now. For now. It can yeah. be reopened. <laughs> exactly. Good call. And then sound set I had. I got to see Trippy Red. Yeah, Lil Wayne. yeah, yeah. Wow. What a phenomenal one-day music festival mm-hmm. in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Right. Clem was in town. We got to see so much cool stuff. Run the yep. jewels. The list goes on and on. Oh, yeah. And guess who? <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Lil, uh, uh, not Nas. Lil, Lil Nas X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he came out and did like a 25-minute right. set. And that was really Which fun. Which was super cool. Because he was supposed to be a... Five and five and didn't show up, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was accepting some sort of award, and of course, Cosmic Kingdoms on my list. Yep. yep. You know, you mentioned I everything I was going to so say. Dead on Saturday. Yeah. So dead, man. I. I mean, I feel it was my wife's birthday weekend mm-hmm. festival. Like it's going to be next year. I already. Right. We already bought tickets. I even paid. Yep. Hundred three dollars to Same. camp, and and uh, it's going to be a celebration of her turning twenty nine. It's going to be great. And this year I'm going to go hard because last year I was responsible. <laughs> I, gotta make I, up. I got up and I made sure everyone was getting ready to go. So we right. get the hell out of there. Uh, and this year I'm going to go hard. We were responsible this year too. We 
yeah, we didn't go super hard that last night. We went to bed early. Yeah, we did. So. I did with you. I think yeah. right after you. Excuse yeah. me. All right, man. Favorite concerts, unless you have any other music festivals. Um, you basically mentioned well, what we I all, had. We went to them together. Yep. We're best friends, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how we. Oh, uh, we're fest friends. We're fest friends. <laughs> uh, and of course, we're not doing our normal uh, hype yeah, moments no. and like whatnot because this is our end of the year, end of the decade. So let's move right along, though, guys. The favorite concerts. I'm going to rattle some off, all right? Mm -hmm. Some of them might be on your list as well. Yep. Hanson, Paul McDonald, Joshua, and the Holy Rollers, 12-6, 2019 in Omaha at Soulful Auditorium with Shelby. It's one of those like shows, few times a year, really, literally a few, right. uh, where I get to go with one other person, one of my other best friends in the entire world, my little sister who was in my, my uh, wedding. Yep. You know, she was a groomswoman yeah and we got to see hansen man play snowed in i'd never seen them play right. these Chris, this christmas album my first cd i got in christmas 97 moving on how uh alice in wonderland and dylan francis yeah, in january yeah. at the armory minneapolis st paul two three weeks prior we had just been to the armory and got to Dude. experience snowda right end of the year <clears throat> uh new year's eve music festival that was a great show. Everyone it really was, was being in the VIP area and everything. Yeah. Like oh, man. that made me like really, really love the VIP at the Armory. It doesn't even cost that much more. Right. Every time I die is Coheed and Cambria and Mastodon. Every time I die, excuse me, six fifteen nineteen at Minneapolis St. Paul at the Armory. The Armory is bringing the heat, dude. They really are. The yeah. the whole lineup, everything is always top notch. Uh, knocked loose the Acacia Strain Sanction at Des Moines Woolies. Uh, got to see that in April. San Holo at Woolies. That was an amazing show. And probably, Agreed. I mean, every time I die, I was up there for favorite shows of the year. Probably number two. Number one, Law Dispute, Gouge Away, The Waiting Room with you, yeah, my man. Dude. Hell yeah. Got you those tickets for uh, your birthday, I believe. Like, I, yeah. so what I got Shelby was. Yep. Uh, for Christmas was tickets to Bay Faction okay. on her birthday right. in Omaha, and I will buy the gas. I will buy the yeah. food, snacks. Like, don't worry about anything. You're right. just in my passenger seat, bro. Let's go. You know. So I that's what that. I did yeah. for you at uh, Lotus View, and it was yeah beautiful, amazing. Couch away. Yeah, dude. Yeah, um, that was on my list too. That show with you, Law Dispute. Bought a poster. Still have it hanging in my room to this Hell day. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. And uh, then, yeah, and then I had the Dallison show. Dallison. Dylan and Dallison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any other shows? I just rattled off a bunch. Uh, man, I, that's one I didn't write down either. But those, okay. those two are yeah. really stand out. And those were We went to most of these together, the you know. So, yeah. of course, we're going to have the same stuff there. All right. Artist of the year, Nick. I'm excited to hear what you have. Do you want to Yeah, man. First? I don't know. That... Um, I kind of want to hear what you got going. Okay. Artist of the year for me. So the, the, I don't think I even had you, like gave you like a little alert that we're going to be talking about this, yeah. but we've done it in previous years. I listened to a lot of our previous end of the year podcast and I mm -hmm. like it. The concept is they had to have released new music this year. Okay. Could have been a single. Sure. It could have been a mixtape. It could have okay. been an EP. Almost like a breakout thing. Like, yeah. Okay. And we had to have seen them. Mm -hmm. So mine's very obvious. Okay. I believe. Trippy. Trippy Red. 35 <laughs> okay. hours. Right. Like I said, that's all I really right. listen to all year. Okay. Trippy Red. So, yeah, man. Nick, what is your artist of the so, year? So, uh, based on those parameters, then, yeah. <laughs> um, I would say probably Bass Nectar or yeah. Trippy is up there. A lot of um, spew. A lot of spew. <clears throat> Liquid Stranger. Me, yeah, gosh. we could do a top five. Yeah, Liquid Stranger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, but... I think Bass Nectar really was awesome for me just because he did 
I feel like he made up for his past sets tenfold with this last year at Forest. Like this last, um, his last set here was amazing. It was a great way to cap off our time at Forest, I think. And he had that reflective EP that came out that was I really loved. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that, happy. I mean, I I'm happy you have a base sectors there. I mean, it's obvious, definitely. right? Like that show at Forest. Wow. Yeah. He yeah. le- he literally cool. leveled. <laughs> <laughs> there's level yeah there's so much going on with his set too with we promised the, the made Indian a promise things. to each other uh and shana lydia and, and you and i all made a promise that we would go to his next curated event and then he announces right. deja vu we're doing in it. cancun mexico let's it's go done. baby let's go we're doing it we're going you know he is in my top artists one of my top artists of the decade he just made such an impact on me i'm very happy to say that he and rl grime were my two original edm yeah. at first acts i ever right. saw you can't get much better than yeah, that 2013 i saw rl and i saw bass nectar randomly in i believe lawrence at like a gigantic arena yeah which is nuts okay all right nick any 2020 hopes and accomplishments mine are pretty easy pretty i mean i think you'll agree with a lot of these travel more i want to go to denver yep more i'm already going now to see zoo at red rocks at the end of january just a week after we get back from maui right i want to continue to crush my debts uh i've accu- I accumulated some debt through being a student i never ever said no to electric force even though it was putting me into debt because i was working at a very Literally. low wage job while yeah. i was a student finishing mm-hmm. my degree and six pack question mark hey we got three months <laughs> we can do it trust me i'm, I'm right there with you <laughs> yeah i want to try to shed some fat uh continue my journey fasting and exploring how that affects my psyche how it affects my mood really and my work ethic it really helps i fast quite often <laughs> Uh, usually about 16 to 20, 22 hours a day, one meal, and it really helps. Uh, and then party less, but make mm-hmm. more. I think I did a really good job this year making the parties, partying more impactful. Right. And just having really a lot of heart to hearts. It's been a tough year. Right. And it's been an emotional year. I mean, Jesus, I it, my sister died, like I've said a hundred times. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just, it really has affected me a lot. And yeah. I, I have to stay strong for my sisters and whatnot. Definitely. And my dad, and I'm trying my best, and I got friends like You're you. You're doing a kick-ass job. To, yeah, thanks. I got friends like you to lean on. and So do you have any 2020 hopes and accomplishments, Nick? Yeah, man. Um, kind of basically riding off what you said, but I, I have a lot of debt that I need to get paid off. I already started. I got the wheels turning with doing that, yeah. doing some balance transfers and stuff. Yeah, those are helpful, um, man. Yeah. Lower that percentage, lower that bill. Right. Um, been uh, Yeah, one of the... Not necessarily party less, but drink less or just like, uh, yeah, like you said, you know, make those parties the times that I am with my friends a little more impactful. Yeah. Let's stay off our phone. Let's yeah. st- who cares about us sharing this on Snapchat and let's just talk. Yeah. I would love, to, and I, you know, wishful thinking, but I would love in 2020 to not have a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's interesting. Uh, I love that concept. I did it for I did it for 6 months of 2019. I did not have a hangover the whole six, first 6 months. Once summer hit, I fell off a little bit, but I think I can do it. Yeah. Good job. Um I'm going to make an Etsy page for my art. I told you that. Um I want to put some stuff on there for sale. Hell yeah. Um Yeah, fitness. Uh This is the last time I really like got super in shape or like you know, hit a goal was when I got married. So, you know, um, going to Mexico is definitely going to be like one of the most like, I guess, motivational things ever. So, yeah, I definitely want to get in fit for that. 
Um, and I want to meditate more. I've been, yeah, I've been yeah. the last month or so. I've been trying to meditate every day, or at least I've been doing it like five times a week at least. I'm at almost 400 days in a row meditating. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't. I definitely want to meditate more this year, and just work on my uh, overall health. You know, my mental health. Yeah, I got a got a lot to do. 2020, I think, is going to be a good year. Rolling into my 30s this decade. Yeah. Yeah. Good to hear, Nick. I'm glad to hear mental health is a huge factor with the hangover stuff, the fitness. Mm-hmm. Everything is about being fully there, fully. It all compounds, you know. Yeah. I mean, it affects you every single day. So let's move on. Do you have anything else to wrap up 2019? I think overall it was a piece of shit year, but it was also the <laughs> I think be- we say that every <laughs> I experienced the best weekend of my entire life, getting married and got, getting to Dude, hang out with everybody literally. in town on Sunday, the party bus. Amazing. The Friday, the the rehearsal dinner, like right. tasty tacos at the venue. Dude. It was so, it was such insane. a perfect, perfect weekend. It was the best weekend yeah. of my life. It's a very like emotional, you literally experience the worst thing and the best thing. Yeah. All my in one sister year. died of a overdose on fentanyl. So I'm going to be working towards, uh, I'm going to be spending my volunteer hours with Iowa Harm Reduction Coalition. Yes. They are out there trying to protect people out here in Iowa and educate others that aren't addicted or don't understand addictions that, hey, you know what? People are addicted. Maybe we should meet them where they're at and maybe we should provide sterile syringes. Right. Maybe we should provide like snooter kits instead mm-hmm. of sharing uh, a snooter. But you, right. you can pass... You can pass so many diseases off by sharing something that you put up your nose with another person. Like there's yeah. so many like small things, Little things like that, that people on the outside wouldn't really know or understand. You can get free fentanyl strips. So that will test fe- your drugs. If you're a drug user for fentanyl, you know, so it's a coalition. It's a, a nonprofit. I plan on working with very, very closely in honor of my sister. So yeah, it's, let's it's good to hear. Yeah. Thank you. Let's move on to. The decade. The decade. We have a lot to discuss for the decade. I have a top 25 albums of the decade. And I would say my top 10 is solid. It's in there. It's, it's, you know, and then the rest are like, I could switch any of these. I love them so much. Um, So do you want to go ahead and kick off? Um, Let's let's go ahead and tell our 10 through, what do you want to do? 10 through five? So I just kind of had bullet points. I just kind of... Mm. put a bunch of lists together i didn't actually make like a top 10 of the decade yeah, no, that's fine there's so um, much music i mean we could literally have a whole nother podcast and i'm sure i still missed so many but i think our goal is to be at your house by 4 30 right yeah okay or four so uh, we have yeah. some time to discuss so i'll go ahead and rattle off nick yeah if you want to give me your 10 okay and then i'll, I'll rattle off because i'm sure time. i have some of those in my list here some of them. <laughs> so 2010 was probably the best year of music for this decade because most of the albums on this list are from that. It's hard to say, like, why are they on this list? Well, maybe because I've gotten to listen to them years more than other right. albums. True. And it's made an impact. And it's, it's easy to go back and be nostalgic about the moment that I listened to this album. I was 19. I was Just graduating 20. from yeah. high school. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a very impactful time in our lives. Yeah. So number 10 for me, The Chariot Long Live came out in 2010. The Chariot, they broke up on my birthday, 2013. Yeah. Sad day. Never whatever. the same. Yeah. yeah never <laughs> been the same. Uh, one of my, at my birthday party, I was wearing their flag, uh, mm-hmm. like little thing. Yeah. And I love that band so much. Uh, 
number 10, long live. Number nine, Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. Yep. My second favorite album of that year, I think Sam Gellertry beat it out just slightly. Mm-hmm. But this is not a, a competition between right. Sam Gellertree and or like he's not even in my top ten, for instance. Yeah, even though he won like, or it was in my top albums of uh, certain years. So, right. Odessa in return. Yeah, that was my favorite. It has to be my favorite EDM right. album of all time. Mine, uh, title fight shed. Yep. I mean, I have tattoos for title fight. Title right. fight's my favorite. One of my favorite bands of all time. Minus the bear Omni. Yes. Vampire Weekends Contra. Yep. Two band uh, albums that came out in 2010, unbelievably remarkable uh, in every respect. Minus the Bear, rest in peace. The band is broken up. I got to see them. That's the only band I got to see them a bunch of times. Uh, but that's the only band I saw by myself ever. <laughs> I think Crazy. I just went to that show. I'm like, screw this. Nice. I'm going to this show at Woolies. That's awesome. Yeah. And then top four, we're at uh, Lot of Dispute Wildlife. Yes. That came out in yep. 2011 after I had just pretty much dropped out of college at the time. Of course, I went back and got my degree, but dropped out of college and I was emotional. I was depressed. I really didn't know what I was doing with my life. Got a job at, I moved home from Iowa yeah. City. Right. I le- left those, at the time, my one of my best friends, Tony Manning and his girl, now wife, girlfriend, Kayla. And I left them with to pay like an extra $200 in rent. Yeah. Like I felt like the worst person in the world. Luckily, years later, he I messaged him or he messaged me and I said, I'm sorry. Like I was just a right. mess. I right. was depressed. I was just I wouldn't say suicidal, but I was yeah, I was just thought I was like the worst person in the world. So wildlife came out in a moment where I needed it. You know, that's awesome. Uh, oh, there, it was basically ways for me to connect with other sad like right. instances through Jordan right. Dreyer's writing. Every time I die is low teens is number three. Hell yeah. And yeah, every time I die is my artist of the decade. Spoilers, right. you're just gonna say it now. Yeah, of course. I've seen them 20 times, the most I've ever seen any other band. Uh, love every time I die, and I can't wait to go to Tid the Season 2020, December, New yeah, York dude. City. I know Alex Bush is going, and I think Lydia is down as well. So as soon as those tickets go on sale, putting it on a credit card. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah. care. I'm going. That's awesome. Kanye West, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is number two. Okay. For my. Our albums of the decade, man. Crazy. What? I like, knew. Okay, so I knew it was going to be on there somewhere. I didn't know how high it was going to be, but there's, oh yeah, it's just the. It is a perfect album. You know, like when I think about what, which one, what are the albums here on here are perfect. That and my number oh, one, yeah. title fights, Floral Green, yeah, 2012. Oh yeah. Uh, the reason why this album is number one for me is copious amounts of reasons. I'm not going to go into it too deeply because we have so much more to cover. But I have a tattoo mm-hmm. with the Floral Green tour, their initial tour that I right. got to see them in support of this album. Right. A design. Uh, yep. And what's really cool, it's like a butterfly and it says, and it has like shed lyrics. Shed's yeah. on in my top 25, of course. Not in my top 10, but, or wait, was it? Yeah, it was in yeah, my top Yeah, it was 10. in your top 10. Excuse me. Yeah, it was. Yeah, number seven. Uh, but it is, maybe there's nothing, only this moment from Shed and that tour that- because- those lyrics were man i still would get be them in the on fucking myself. moment man mm-hmm. you know put your phone down let's talk let's look each other in the eye you know right as we look at our phones for our list. <laughs> but like, yeah that album it, i connected with it and i still spin it that's a, that's a Dude, huge criteria yeah. uh title, I, yeah like i was saying replayability going back to it time after time over 10 years you know of a decade of music like 
there's a lot of content you know if you can still go back to that album that means something yeah uh, i saw them on halloween 2012 one of my favorite shows ever they came out in like kiss like demon like you i remember you talking yeah, about that at the waiting room where we saw hell a yeah. lot of spew uh, yeah. this last year so i love that venue in, in omaha but awesome. yeah For title fight i would say title fight every time i die a lot of spew are odessa sam gellatry and fanagram kendrick Fanagram, lamar yeah. these are all bay faction these are all artists of my yep. decade these yeah. are all artists that i will never yeah. ever it's really hard for me to you know say one over another but yeah all of those are yeah shout out to radioheads of moonshape pool and all these other records rl grime void is on my top right. 25 kendrick lamar's uh, good kid, Mad City, and Damn are right. are creeping up there. So let's move on though to what you have, Nick, because I yeah. like I said we could talk about these forever. So you mentioned a lot that I had on there already. So I'll just kind of mention a couple that I had in my short list. Okay. Um, I could have spent way more way more time on this and probably added a few more and and then actually tried to break them down into a top ten. But over ten years, it's so hard. Dude, so it's props too- to you for even doing that. <laughs> Um, anyway, so a few that I had here, um, I had Drake's Nothing Was The Same. Yeah, okay. I really enjoyed that album. That that album has stuck with me a lot. And seeing him, we, so we saw him we together. We, can saw, we saw yeah. him in an no. arena. I'm glad that we did it now and I got it over with because he's on some weird shit lately. Um, <laughs> I had Title Fights, Shed, and Floor Green on there as yeah. well. Of course. Um, we I got had, to go see Title Fight, I believe, in 2017 together. Yep. Just you and me. Yes. That was my favorite show that year. One of my favorites for sure. Um, I had Bare Hands Distraction. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. I really enjoyed that album a lot. Um, I played a bunch of their songs for you before. Yeah. Um, I had Bad Sons, Language and Perspective. Whoa. Yeah, I really that's en- on there? Yes. I love Bad Sons. I had them in a, I was going through all my... Yeah, because I do a playlist every month and they're on there a oh, few yeah. times. Um, I don't remember. So I found them because Shane and I were in colorado in like 2015 or something and we didn't have anything to like play music on so i was just on the radio and they had come through on some local like alternative radio station and i heard one of their songs and it just fucking hit a chord with me and i loved them ever since yeah um i had bowers aa on Ooh, there okay it's a fantastic album yeah it's like every album is a fucking banger or every track is a banger on that yeah. album. So i love that album um, two door cinema clubs, uh, tourist history. Whoa, you have a I, lot of these artists that you need to see. Yes, no, trust <laughs> me, I have a huge list of artists that I need to see. Um, two door cinema clubs just put out an album this year too, or within the last couple of years. Um, but they mean a lot to me from like back in when I was working at PacSun and stuff. So that album is fantastic. Uh, watching movies with the sound off and swimming by Mac Miller. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mac Miller's Swimming was your number one record of last year. Yes, indeed. Um, I had Kendrick's To Pimp a Butterfly and Good Kid, Mad City. Um, I had Flume's Self-Titled. Okay, agreed. Uh, That's on my honorables. Yep. Um, I had Law Disputes, Wildlife, and Rooms of the House. Yeah, Rooms of the House is also on my top... It's actually number 11... 13. Okay. So my top 25. Um, I had Tiger Jaws, Charmer. Yes, they're in my mentions as well. Um, I had Touche's Is Survived By. Interesting. So for Touche, I had Parting the Sea Between Brightness and Me. Is okay. came out in 2010. I mean, right. I think that was the greatest year of music in this decade, hands it, down. Dude, honestly. Yeah. Um, I had Childish's Because of the Internet. 
Um, Interesting. Chance, okay. Yeah. I chance. had camp on mine. Okay. For his. I had Chance's coloring book. Yep. I had that and as well. And Acid Rap, I guess, if you want to consider that. It wasn't technically an album, but. But people were, have it in their top albums of the decade. Right. I mean, it's all over. Um, Balance, the things we think we're missing. Yes. Yeah. That's on here for me as well. Yeah. Top 25. Um, Purity Ring, Shrines. Interesting. Shelby yeah. loves Ooh, uh, Paris and Purity Ring, I'm pretty sure. So good. Um, and yeah, Bay Faction, Vampire Weekend. Um, Vampire Weekend's Contra is still the greatest album by them but yes they are huge and they're on my list of short short list to see live i need to see them yes and i could keep going i had anthony green fanagram citizen casey musgraves justin timberlake's the 2020 experience that was the album that made me appreciate pop music again dude actually maybe yeah. for the first time since i was a kid right i really did not yeah. respect it's kind of I totally understand. I was vigilant against pop music for years. So alternative and like listening to all this rock and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Green's Beautiful Things. uh, Still revisit that album. Nightlife EP by Fanagram. Youth by Citizen. Code Orange. I Am King. Uh, A couple other ones. Sufjan Stevens. Carrie and Lowell. Sean's Grow. Basement. Color Me and Kindness. Circus Survive, Local Natives, Run the Jewels, RTJ2, The Wonder Years, Upsides, Bass Anchors, Into the Sun, my yeah. favorite recording yes. by him. I had that on there as well. How many albums did you like look up and be like, yeah, that's definitely on my... And, and then you're like, fuck, that I was 2008? You were just like, wait, wrong decade. What yeah. the fuck? How long ago has it been put out? <laughs> I did that so many times. I was like, no way, that is not more than 10 years old. Yeah. Like... So many times. I was like, it's crazy. Man. We're at that moment, you know, where, I mean, next year is the 10-year anniversary of Circus Survive's Blue Sky Noise, which would have been one of my favorite records of 20, yes. not, 2009. Right. But, you know? Yeah. No, I was, I definitely looked them up a couple times because like, no, that, that album's definitely in there for me. And I'm like, oh, nope. It's 20, wrong, 2005 wrong for Juturna, 2007. Yeah, 2000 or, to 2010, there's a... So many. We could. I wish we were podcasting back then. I know, back then, oh, brother, because we would have had a great conversation. So, do you have any other records? Because we should move on. If you don't, um, for records, I guess. Yeah, that's. I that's all that I had here. I could have continued do songs? my. Yeah, we. I definitely Just have a couple. Shout out I definitely have a bunch. couple songs here that are mentionable. Okay, go ahead. Um. All right. So, sweater weather. Oh yeah, it's on my dude. Uh, I'm looking at my iTunes now. 331 plays. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> that is so... about 1,200 minutes of listening <laughs> it's to this song. Like... Oh, man. Um, Passion Pit, Take a Walk. Yes. Oh, my God. That song was Electric Forest 2013. Dude. 14, excuse me, uh, in their video. I revisit that every year, getting amped up for Forest. Yes. Dude. So happy you brought that song. So up. good. Um, 27 by Title Fight. Oh, God. I love that yep. song. Um, Self Care by Mac Miller. I love that oh, song. Oh, nice. Um, you and Me by Bass Nectar. I love that song. Um, Midnight City by M83. Ooh. That's, I feel like a good song of the decade, you know. Like, Dude, that album. There's a lot of indie hits in the 2010 to 2019 era. Yeah. Um, it was the decade of pop and rap for sure, but definitely. I'm happy to see some indie. Rock took a huge slump. There's like not I think so many too. huge rock bands out there. I think so. Like, what too. do we got? Foo Farters? Like, <laughs> yeah, Foo Farters. Uh, ooh, this was a good one. Tongue Tied by Group Love. Ooh, dude, that song was a banger. So, 
Insane. Um, I Can't Stop by Flux Pavilion. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I can't stop. That's one of my favorite electronic dance festival like songs i have to see when that Dude. when flux played it at four, oh, like 515 live this year yeah i went <laughs> dude you were literally moshing i was moshing with myself dude i hit myself beat up myself flipped around oh my god oh because i told i said it in the podcast leading up to the festival i said it everywhere as soon as he brings <laughs> that as soon as he brings the heat with that oh my god that's so good so glad you brought that up nick what um else you got? so i also put this one on here um Somebody that I used to know. Remember that song? Oh, yeah. Because... He, uh, uh, no. Um, so the actual person, Goaty or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And like, where the hell is he? Um, he made a billion dollars I think it's just like one a one-hit wonder from the early 2000s. Because <laughs> he doesn't need to re- release new music. Right. But I just remember when we first started going to raves and stuff, people were remixing that like, fuck. And there was a ton of cool remixes. I don't know. Yeah, I just great job, man. Stuck you out did really head. good on the songs of the decade. Um, Bring up some great memories. Sunflower by Post Malone. Yeah. Very good one. Hotline Bling by Drake. Oh, um, God. That was the song of that summer. Yeah. Old Town Road, obviously, from this year. Um, <laughs> Turn Down for What? <laughs> just because, again, that's another one that was just remixed like fuck. Oh, my God. And that's still... right when we were really blowing up and getting into our raves and stuff. Yeah. Um, Latch by Disclosure. I love okay. that. I love that song. Uh, let's see. No Problem by Chance. Ooh, I got zero pro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Collard Greens by Schoolboy Q. Oh, God. That yeah. one means a lot to we us. got to see Schoolboy Q at Forest 2014. Yeah. Yonkers by Tyler the Creator. Oh, yeah, dude. What a track. <laughs> that put Tyler <laughs> what on the map. What a track. Yep. All right. Um, What else did I have? Not too many left. Um, I, That Crew song by Gold Link. I listen to that mm. one all the time. Um. Got to so, see Gold Ling at 8035. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Race Remmerd had that Black Beatles. Oh, yeah. No Type, Perplexing Pegasus. They had a bunch of hits. Got yeah. to see them alive yes. in this decade with yep. Childish Gambino opening up for him. Yeah. Uh, and I could have, yeah, again, I could have done way more, but that's oh, kind of yeah. where my list ended. I could keep going as well. I'm going to list off whatever you haven't. Yeah, give me some. Uh, give me so some. if you look at my, this is my top songs uh, by place. And uh, of course, Every Time It Dies, No Son of Mine is the greatest song ever written by anyone. Ever. <laughs> uh, 568 plays. Oh, but uh, that was not in this decade. That was 2007. So right. from so this crazy. decade, a lot of disputes, woman yes. in here. Oh, man. Uh, and a lot of disputes, other uh other tracks from that uh rooms of the house yep uh are up here as well let's see uh extraordinary dinner party hudsonville we got title fight title fight title fight make you cry head in the ceiling fan lefty like a ritual everything from floral green it's my art uh album of the decade code orange my world oh what a fucking banger and that that song alone, 263 plays from I Am King. That was my third <laughs> album of the year for 2014, which was also stacked. Oh yeah, dude. Bad yeah, Dreams it really was. By Fanagram, uh, Dreamcatchers by yeah. Title Fight, America's Hardcore Compilation. Oh. Howling at the Moon, Fanagram. Let's see. How the Moon is great. Love Fanagram to death. Diamonds aren't forever is not from this decade. <laughs> what else we got here? Oh, the night I drove alone, Citizens You. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. That definitely should have been on my short on my list of uh twenty oh, tens. So yeah. yeah, that's definitely up there. I think it didn't crack my top twenty five from the decade, but it's on that list of of honorables. Shed and twenty seven by title fight. Yep. Off of Shed, of course. We have a lot more from uh on here. 
and uh, let's see, the Chariot, uh, Long Live, has a bunch of tracks on here, but that's not that's not that. Let's see. Chlorine was chlorine the first song that we heard from Hyperview. Yeah, the first yeah. single. Yeah, yep. Good catch on. I remember that. we were like trying to dissect it. Like I don't know. <laughs> and didn't we like try to re like redo the like list of songs like like they would they sound a little bit better in this order. Yeah, like, it was yeah. like so weird. Yeah, we yeah, were yeah. so into Hyperview together. Because uh, the first time we'd had something from them for a while. So yeah, so I, I think that it. was 2015 that we you and I went to see them together then yeah no because they definitely played songs off of yeah yeah yeah, yeah we went to what was it lawrence lawrence kansas Lincoln, was it lawrence kansas with yeah. um what's that other hardcore weird power hard, trip power trip Who, yeah, dude, yeah their album power trips album is on a lot of top albums of the decade yeah uh especially on uh revolver i believe who Hell actually yeah. covers a lot of heavy music and then cool. merchandise weird oh, yeah band. dude yeah cool as hell <laughs> that was weird holy <laughs> Uh, there's a lot more from this decade. There's but some balance on there. Yeah, balance composures. Oh yeah, uh, reflection is one of the greatest songs ever written as well. Reflection, excuse me. And then there's some more Sammy G down here, and uh, yeah, minus the bear. We got a lot of good stuff on on my top songs of the decade. Hell yeah. Uh, you mentioned a lot of great ones that encapsulated the decade really well. Wish by Trippy Red that brought yeah, me man. put Trippy Red on my map. Yeah. All right, festivals of the decade. Basically, can rattle these off. Electric Forest was clear yeah. number one. Yeah, like they that of course changed my life. Electric to- Forest changed my 100%. life. One hundred percent made me closer to you and yep. my entire friend group. I yep. can say that Electric Forest was the reason why I'm best friends with so many or great yeah. friends. I mean, with like so many of these awesome people out here. One hundred percent. Warp Tour. I loved Warp Tour. It mainly was like a. A bridge for me from like the right. previous decade to now because I stopped going after 2012. Right. And it went with you one last time or right. two last times, 2014, 2018. Yep. The final Warp Tour, National City. Yeah. Glad we did it. Yeah, man. For sure. Every time I die, I closed out my Warp Tour and first one and they closed out my Warp Tour for the last one. Right. So interesting to say. 515 Alive, of course. Yep. Yeah. Game of the decade, real quick. I'll just list these off if, yeah. if you don't have any. Uh, but The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild number one hands down oh hell yeah yeah changed how I viewed video games changed how I viewed like open world exploring and it's just Nintendo is my favorite video game company for a billion reasons right Pikmin 3 I love the Pikmin series it's the one of the few series I want I uh, will revisit like every once in a while and want to see some more Pikmin 4, like, where the hell is it? <laughs> That's one I haven't really dove into at all, really, so... Um, oh, man, you would love it. Hell yeah. Uh, and then God of War and Spider-Man on PlayStation hell yeah. 4. That's awesome. And let's see. I think that wraps up. Do you have anything else to discuss? Let's see. Top artists. Oh, artists of the decade for me. Every okay. time I die, hands down. Okay. Hands nice. down. Title fights up there. A lot of dispute. I've got a lot of dispute tattoo. Radiohead. I've never seen Radiohead live, and I... That they're number one. I have to see right. them. I was gonna go see them with the, their moon shaped pool, a moon shaped pool tour in twenty sixteen and it just didn't work out. And yeah. it's hard to just go to Chicago for hundred and eighty dollars right. to see them live by for myself. Sure. Right. Yeah. Damn. Um if I had to do just on the spot, if I had to do an artist of the decade, I'd think probably bass nectar yeah would be good for me you saw bass nectar 11 12 times now yeah 12 or 13 we're seeing 14 in a row in cancun mexico on a beach um in the world 
Yeah, no, shout out to Jaina, my wife, for even getting him me into them in the him in the first place and like changing my whole perspective of music going from like I when she started listening to EDM stuff, I was not really into it. I was like, I'm not, you know, it's not really my thing. I was still listening to just rock and rap and whatever else I used to listen to. And <laughs> yeah. that like flipped the script for me, like listening to him yeah. and, you know, the whole thing. So RL and Grime we and wouldn't have gone to, me, yeah. you know, we wouldn't have gone to all these festivals and stuff if we weren't into that. So in all these festivals in Forest, like you were saying for the top, you know, um, show or event of the decade, like changed. Yeah. Totally changed my whole perspective on life and just you got married at Electric Forest, dude. Yeah. You know, I got engaged. Like that's yeah. how much for it meant. means. Yeah. So much. Yeah. To us. So big life moments for you in 2010s uh, for me, meeting Lydia, meaning you all, yeah. all you, my best friend yep. and all the, the whole friend group I have. Uh, and then seeing so much great music and yeah. getting engaged, getting married, buying a house. Yeah, man, we did yeah. the we did the shit. We, we did, did the adult did shit big. <laughs> this this decade. So. Yeah, 2020 is a big year. I mean, I didn't even bring up the election next year because, right. you know, like one thing I learned about 2016 is that you just got to roll with the punches. Yeah. I don't like the guy that's running our entire country. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> quite honest with you. We covered him a lot leading up to the election right. in our podcast. And we've covered him a lot after he's been ruling our country mm-hmm. and pretty much the leader of the free world. And uh, yeah, yeah well, well I'm, I'm hopeful for 2020 as far as like the election and whatnot, but we'll see. Vote. Go out and vote. <laughs> I voted in all of the elections for like last four years. I voted in every local one. That's how so. All oh, right, yeah. Nick, well, let's, let's end this one. Artists, or decade of uh, end of the year, de- end of the decade, end of the year recap. It's been a great one. Thanks for st- sticking with us for an hour and a half. Hell Hopefully, yeah. you got some new music list news, some new shows, yeah, movies to check out. Go back and listen to that again. Take take notes. Yeah, I took some notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thank you for sticking with us, guys. This has been Fest Friends, episode seven, and we out. Love y'all. <laughs>